Hello and welcome to a new podcast from the Open University Students Association, the Association Conversation Station. This will be a monthly look at the association and the things that we do and the things that inspire us. We hope you'll enjoy it. Now 2022 is the 50th anniversary of the association and for half a century we've had a fruitful partnership with the Open University. So we thought that we'd look at this relationship in our first podcast. You'll be hearing from Rachel Garnham from the Open University and our very own Dan Maloney, Director of Engagement for the Students' Association. It's a fascinating look at how the association and the university work together very well, but remain as separate organisations. The podcast is presented by our president, Sarah Jones. Sarah, over to you. Hi, and welcome. Um, I would like to introduce you to our two guests today. Um, I'm Sarah Jones and I'm president of the Students Association and we've got Rachel Garnham and Dan Maloney with us. So Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, thanks Sarah. Um, My name's Rachel Garnham. I am a senior manager in the Open University's Office of the Pro Vice-Chancellor for Students. So our team um, looks at how we support our students to be more successful and in particular I lead the student voice team um, looking at um, different ways of involving students in our work and of course uh, working really closely with uh, colleagues and students in the Students Association. Um, I could say a bit more, I've worked (laughs) at the the OU for about 14 years and done eight years in student voice and student consultation so um, yeah this is an area of work I'm really passionate about. A bit of an expert as well. <laughs> um, Dan, would you like to tell us a bit about what you what you do? Yeah, I'm Dan Maloney. I'm the director of engagement at the Open University Students Association. Uh, so I look after policy, public affairs, uh, our comms, strategy and insights, um, all the sort of engagement stuff that we do not all of the engagement stuff actually we do a huge amount of engagement stuff all across our staff team but I look look after those teams within within the staff team uh, I've come from a sort of policy and public affairs background and was the policy and public affairs manager for the students association prior to this role so um, lots of work around student voice in the sort of external environment. Brilliant thanks Dan. So Dan, can you explain to any new students or people who might not be aware what the association actually does? Yes, I'll try and keep this as concise as possible because you could probably make a very long answer. But I'd probably say to people that the OU Students Association is the students union for OU students and kind of acts as the community and voice for all OU students. Um, obviously, we currently uh, we, we estimate there are around 175,000 OU students and all OU students are automatically members of uh, the OU Students Association when they join the Open University. Um, so it's run on a kind of they have to choose to opt out rather than opt in, which means we have an enormous membership and um enormous kind of capacity to to influence and 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 it's kind of huge population um 
and yeah we provide resources to help students um, through their student journey um, support whether that's mental health whether that's helping them engage with each other to have a, a sort of more fun student experience and obviously we're sort of advocating on behalf of students as well and uh, supporting elected student leaders to be effective in engaging with the university and with government and policy outside of the university as well. That makes that makes sense and makes it really clear, which is helpful. Thank you. Um, so again, again to Dan, so that we can just sort of differentiate the difference between the association and the Open University. Can you talk just a little bit about how our work interlinks, and then I'll I'll go to Rachel and get her opinion on on the same question. Yeah. So the the Students Association is an independent organisation, um, the Education Act sets out that um, British universities have to have uh, a, student un uh, a student union or a student representative organisation. Um, so we are independent, but we are kind of uh, interdependent at the same time. So we, yeah. we coexist in the same universe. Um, we have a very good relationship with the Open University and, and um, in general, Lots of our agendas are um, aligned and uh, we work together uh, across lots of areas with the university. Um, obviously, student voice being uh, being one that we'll talk about today um, and that, that we've worked very closely with Rachel and, and her team on. Um, but, yeah, we we, um, we do have our own agendas. We are our own organisation and we are the voice of students and the university has a much kind of broader um, set of interests where it comes to the the, the health of the institution uh, more generally but obviously the Open University cares a lot about its students as well so it likes to work closely with us as a as a students association to make sure that we get the best for, for our students and that they have the, the best possible experience. That's great Dan and Rachel what would be your take on that differentiation? Well I, I like the way Dan put it actually you know independent but interdependent because um Yes, we are, we each individually have our own views and priorities, but actually um, having the Students Association as the um, people who you know are there to actually represent students and tell us what students think is um, absolutely vital for making the university a success. And it's really important that that is maintained um, independently. Yeah. Um, and we we but we are all one open university community and that's staff students alumni um and all the our different staff categories you know including our tutors obviously um yeah. so we we in my team also look after the student charter which i'm i'm sure we'll talk about a bit as yeah. well because that's one of our <laughs> sort of partnership um projects really but you know in in the student charter we commit to actively support the students association to engage with all its members to foster a vibrant student community and to promote student interests and um that's sort of, um echoed in the relationship agreement that we have between the two yeah. organizations where you know it it, it's very clear students are at the centre of the relationship. So um, in the OU, we've we've just got a new strategy where once again, student success 
and you know enabling students to meet their study goals is absolutely at the heart of that strategy and obviously that's something that the Students Association fully support as well so it's really important that we work together um, to to make that happen really and to improve the student experience so that that students can meet their study goals. Yeah, you've just touched on um, several things that we work in partnership on and um, the things that students have been involved in. And there's very definitely that aspect of student voice in all of those things. So thinking about some of the things that we've worked together on, um, sort of important areas and events, etc. What have been your highlights, Rachel? Um, Well, yeah, I mentioned the student charter, didn't I? And I think that is... um one of the important aspects of of co-ownership really where it's it's important that um the people you know the university management all the staff in the university and the students association as well as well as the sort of wider body of students are sort of um sign up to the values in the student charter which are about um treating each other with respect um you know, we, we make our commitment to provide a, an environment in which students can successfully study and all the things that are, that are needed for that. And students make their commitment to um, to use the resources available to um, and and work together to to make a, a successful learning community. And it was really important when we developed our new student charter a couple of years ago, which, you know, you and I worked on directly, yes. didn't we, Sarah? Yes, indeed, um, yes. To to get a wide range of students saying what the student charter meant to them, um, what they wanted to see from it, and in particular, you know, how they would like to see it implemented in practice. So it's not just a um, dusty document that, um, you know, is only dug out to tick a box on on occasions, but actually we're all living those values on a a day-to-day basis in our in our relationships with each other as as an OU community and I suppose the the other one I'd want to flag because I've been you know when I originally worked in student voice it was I was directly managing the university student consultation um, processes and um, that I think has become more and more of a a partnership um, commitment and and something that we can only do in partnership really it's not about the university setting um you know we want to talk about this that and the other and please students you know tell us what you think and then go away again you know it has to be about what do students want to talk about what are the aspects of the student experience that need improving how do we set an agenda for um a lot of students to to get involved in um and and tell us how they can you know what what do you think about the future of exams or you know how do you think we should be um taking forward our sustainability agenda and then you know making sure we work really closely with the uh the representatives of the students association on um what do we do with those results you know students have told us this that and the other how is it really going to make a difference to how the university functions because there's there's literally no point in asking or getting <laughs> students involved if it's not going to make a difference. So um, I think the important role of the Students Association is basically holding the university to account and saying, you know, students have said this. Now, what's going to be done about it? Yeah, it's it's that being a critical friend, isn't it? You know, um, coming along and supporting, but also kind of when, when you say you're going to do something, have you done it? 
and if not why not and how can we help you know move that work along um i remember working on the student charter and it was it was indeed an incredibly um collaborative um feel to everything that we did and i remember because this was when i was the faculty rep for well-being education and language studies and as that rep um i went to faculty assembly and i spoke about the student charter to staff to encourage them to use it um how often do you do um sort of reviews of things like the student charter and how and how do you do that and is and is that still the collaborative process that we talked about yeah so the student charter um has a light touch review every year um and then we'll do a major review every three years but um it's it's built into all our processes um that all pol- student facing policies are reviewed regularly and that students are part of that review so specifically the student charter for example we've talked about some changes this year to update it in line with the, the new OU strategy and mm-hmm. we'll be going out to students again sort of next year to see you know is this um the right thing what does it mean to you what can we do to raise awareness and make it more impactful um likewise this is where student consultation comes in so you know if you've got a new student policy or a new student facing strategy making sure that um the student consultation panel or other relevant bodies of students you know have a say so we've yeah. we've done some really good um consultations over the last few years on for example um gender based violence um yeah. around our carer students policy um mental health and well-being making sure students um uh were really involved in um setting the new strategy on that and telling us what they they want from the university so yeah ev- everything that student facing should yeah. be um there should be consultation with the wider body of students and then we would hope that um, representatives from the Students Association such as yourself but also you know your other um, volunteer colleagues are involved in the the day-to-day meetings that we have um, to actually sign off these things and make them a reality. Thanks Rachel. So Sam how do you think these things have helped our relationship um, with the Open University? Probably in uh, probably in ways that are quite difficult to measure, but um, it's all about increasing our engagement generally uh, yeah. with with the university, having better relationships that lead to better outcomes for students. So the more work we do with the university, um, whether that's with with Rachel's team with PVC students with um, whether it's with um, Marcoms and ensuring that we communicate better um, yeah. with more sort of coherent messaging and, and making sure the information that students need get to them uh, gets to them or whether it's developing um, apps or systems processes parts of the website that that create a better student experience that mean that work's not being duplicated and that the student experience isn't too complex all of these things kind of rely on us us working closely together and having a good understanding of um you know where we can be effective where we can kind of best spend our energy because the the other thing uh the other thing to consider in this is that obviously the OU is absolutely enormous 
and the Absolutely, student association yeah. is actually very small in comparison, um, which gives us gives us you know great advantages in terms of being able yeah. to sort of move quickly and be dynamic, but. Um, but also it, it, it means that our resources aren't as vast as the OU. So we yeah. do need to be more um, selective about how we, you know, how we resource things, how we how we use our energy. And so having good relationships within the OU across these areas um, where we want to impact the student journey uh, means that we can do so much better than we than we could do on our own. So yeah. um, I hope that makes sense. I think talking about that impact um, with the student body kind of leads, leads me to start thinking about the impact that we have in the nations, because obviously we are a four nations university. We're not just based in England. We're also not just based in Scotland or Ireland or Northern Ireland or Wales, but we also have international students as well. So we're, we're, we call ourselves a Four Nations University, but we are an international university as well. But thinking specifically about the Four Nations, how have these collaborations changed the relationship between the OU and and our students? So, Dan, I know that you've had quite a lot to say about this sort of as part of your previous role. And then I'll come to Rachel and sort of um, get Rachel's take on it as well. Yeah, absolutely. The certainly in the policy and public affairs uh, arena, where obviously I have more experience personally, the relationship with the OU um, and it's appropriate that we're talking about it as we're we're uh, recording this on the day of um, the uh, Northern Ireland Assembly elections. Um, Indeed, yeah. We have we have developed students association manifestos or, or OU student manifestos for elections in Northern Ireland today uh, in Wales and Scotland this time last year. Um, and that. That is much more effective when you do it in collaboration with the Open University, who, whilst we have our own kind of separate agendas. We can have a much bigger impact and a much bigger likelihood of actually influencing policy change if we coordinate our messaging and find the areas of, of crossover. So, you know, yeah, yeah. going into those elections, saying uh, alongside the OU, saying that, you know, part time distance learning students should be eligible for maintenance loans. And that's much more powerful if we're saying it and the OU saying it Absolutely. than we just do our, go and do our own thing and end up saying something totally different. So um, so we've had great relationships with um, with the OU in uh, Ireland, Scotland and Wales, and they've been incredibly supportive in um, in helping us to, to kind of raise our profile um, in those areas um, throughout these these kind of election periods. Um, and, you know, they've helped us with um, their access to data sets and all, all kinds of things that can enable us to, to make our uh, make our points more clearly uh, and more effectively. So. Um, yeah, it, it absolutely has a massive impact uh, across across the East. Yeah, and I will say I had the great privilege of being invited by the OU in Northern Ireland to go and um, speak at the launch of their manifesto at Stormont, you know, to give a student perspective. So that was a massive privilege to be able to do that. And I can attest to those relationships being really strong and really, really important. Rachel, um, what would you like to say about this? Because I'm sure you've got You've got your take on this as well. Yeah, I think um, the Four Nation perspective is 
a, a real strength of our student voice work. So, I mean, first of all, I guess I'd just say that making sure we get the perspectives of all our students, you know, wherever they are, is is really important. And it's, yeah. it's often too easy, based in, you know, Milton Keynes, to think <laughs> that all students are paying the same fees or have the same framework. Yeah. And, you know, That's making right. sure that all our student voice activities include uh, voices from Wales, Scotland, um, Northern Ireland and of course our international students and giving bringing those perspectives to the table on you know how what their experiences are and and um, their views on the student experience is really important um I also think there's a there's quite a good um we're in a really healthy position as a four nation university looking at the um quality um, guidance from across yeah. the four nations yeah. is um, means that we can go with the, the highest possible quality around Absolutely, student voice, yeah, for yeah. example. So, um, you know, in uh, Scotland, for example, um, the uh, funding council there will have a lot of um, best practice around how you involve students in your work. And, and that's something that we should be um, trying to implement across all our yeah. students um, and um, just to, to go back to the student charter again for example we take all our guidance from the higher education funding council for wales because um, right, they yeah, are yeah. very keen on student charters in yeah. wales so we can take yeah. all the best practice from there and then all our students across the four nations and beyond can um, benefit from what i think are you know the the best possible approach to student charters for example um but i think it, it works for student voice as well and you know when we go to these quality events we don't just go to the um uk ones we can attend things in scotland and wales and yeah. um i don't know if people if either of you or dan want to talk a bit about our our wales student volunteer panel because that's a, again an example of um, best practice where students work directly with the OU in Wales via the Students Association to um, influence how the OU in Wales works but in particular to um, influence the, the Welsh Government and yeah. um, it can only be done through that way um, and that, that strengthens our work across the piece really. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Rachel. And I'll come to Dan on, on that one. And then I'm going to come back to you, Rachel, because you've touched on something that we need to talk about, which is Student Voice Week. So I'll just ask Dan about the um, Welsh panel, if you can tell us a little bit about that. And then I'll, we'll start talking about some Student Voice Week stuff. Yeah, so the, the Welsh panel, uh, just by way of a bit of background, was something that was set up mainly with the objective of supporting the area rep for Wales in the in their responsibilities as an elected representative, um, but something that we engaged with the OU in Wales um, over, and they were really interested in it um, as, a, as a kind of almost like a uh, standing consultative panel uh, of Welsh students that they could um, engage with over... Um, ideas that they had for um, you know areas of work that they were working on um, and and it was something that uh, as as it developed um, it got real buy-in from uh, some people at the OU in Wales who were in um, kind of the perfect position to link it to lots of other areas of work that they were doing and um, yeah uh, 
So it's something that we're hoping that we'll be able to kind of roll out more widely in the other nations as a result of the the success that it uh, that it had. Um, so watch this space, uh, I guess, is is this is the phrase to leave that on. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks so much, Dan, for explaining that. And it sounds like a really important part of our work with the nation offices. So brilliant. <laughs> Rachel, you started talking a little bit about student voice, and I know that student voice is one of your massive passions. So can you tell us a bit about Student Voice Week and how students can get involved and the collaboration between the Students Association and the OU in this in this area? Yeah, the Student Voice Week, um, which is, I think, coming up to its fourth um, Student Gosh, Voice really? Week wow. that we've had, um, which will be in the autumn that we've just sort of provisionally set some dates for in November, um, is is absolutely one of our best examples of a partnership <laughs> activity that couldn't work without the input of both the, the university and the Students Association. So um, Student Voice activities either through surveys panels um student reps on committees consultations um and all sorts of other ways students are involved happen all year round um they don't just happen for one week but student voice week is our opportunity to shine a spotlight on all those activities and try and get new students involved and try new ways of engaging with students and um and it happens November every year now. And last year we had a huge array of activities organised from across the faculties and subject areas, from career service, library, um, lots of events that, that you organise from the Students Association perspective, actually going way beyond Student Voice, which is um, how we get input into decision making, but also um, activities relating to mental health and well-being, um, relating to equality, diversity and inclusion, you know, reaching out to particular groups of students to make sure that um, their voices are heard. And I think um, what we're hoping to do for November is um, have even more of a focus on the community side of um, student yeah. voice. So actually what we staff and students really like about student voice is not getting not just getting the experts view on what it's like to be a student and what what needs to change and what what works well at the moment but actually getting together and recognizing we're all part of one university community trying to um you know achieve the same things so um i hope i think one of the most successful um events a couple of years ago was our the quiz um which had nothing really to do with student voice at all but it was a, a really nice opportunity to get together um outside of um studies um and one of our i think a couple of sessions that went really well um last year that i'd highlight and i hope we'll have more of the same one was around um sustainability so we yeah. happened to coincide with um cop 26 was it called yeah, it's and, COP26. yeah and um so a focus on talking to students um about the ou's um and that relates back to our previous um <laughs> conversation doesn't it about the ou in scotland led yeah, that um right, yeah but also one of the biggest um 
events uh, during Student Voice Week was around the university's sort of commitment to become a university of sanctuary. And um, that's something that staff and students are interested in as much as each other. And it was a great opportunity to come together and talk about that. So um, we're at the early stages for 2022. So we're just looking at... um, you know, when and how we're going to bring it all together. Um, but it, it will once again be a, a, an opportunity to spotlight some of our best activities and the changes that have been made as part of um, yeah. Student Voice over the last year. You know, the real difference that having student engagement actually makes to the student yeah. experience. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. And we're hoping to get students involved in in setting the agenda for Student Voice Week, in creating some activities um, and telling us what they want from Student Voice Week. So, um, yeah, please do watch this space and um, (laughs) look out for opportunities to be involved. Yeah, and I know we've just talked quite a lot about Student Voice Week and and while we're talking, I was thinking there might be some people who are listening who actually don't know what Student Voice is. Um, So do you think you could just kind of, in in its purest form, tell us what you think student voice actually is yeah so um at the ou we under the banner of student voice we put all the ways in which students um, make a difference to the student experience at the ou so it's really wide ranging so um and and our aim really is to get as many students involved in as in as at whatever level um they're able to be involved so we know that for some students it will literally just be can you complete your um, module survey or yeah. can you just tell us whether you've had a good experience with the student support team or whether you found yeah. what you needed to find on your module website or on the help centre that is student voice and it does make yeah. a difference but it also mm-hmm. means the consultations um, yeah. the panels lots of students will be invited to take part in different activities and please do keep a look out for those those emails <laughs> because we really do want um, to hear from you and then sometimes we have really um, amazing opportunities for a smaller number of students which are potentially paid opportunities to do a project with staff um, around particular areas of work or scholarship um, and also um, we have the opportunity to for students to to sit on a whole range of um, committees where all the decisions are made so there there is something for everyone and yeah we yeah. we call it student voice and um expect everyone to know what we're talking about <laughs> but so thank you for the the opportunity to explain a bit more about what we mean by that uh, i think it's i think it's always good to kind of explain what student voice is and we've touched actually on something that i think would be good to kind of cover as you know this is one of the one of the ways that we work in partnership is you know we we help to recruit and train students that sit on uh governance committees throughout the university um so there's lots of volunteer opportunities so if you if you go to our website you'll be able to see the the different ways that you can get involved and also one of the things as Rachel's just mentioned is um being able to fill in surveys on your um on your modules and what I'm one of the ways that I'm using my student voice as a student rather than as a student representative is on my module and we get together there's about five of us that get together every six weeks and we talk about how our module's going 
and the people who have created the module are there and listening and asking questions and it's it's really nice as a student just to be able to feed in that way and um, because I know that it's making a difference to not just my student journey but other people's student journey as well so that's that's really great thank you for that Rachel can I just and, chip in with something else on that because um, <laughs> I, I feel like it's all a bit like please do this for us and, <laughs> and um hopefully uh, you know the feedback we get from students and uh, I hope you'll agree with this Sarah, yeah. as, an, uh, as an actual student yourself um <laughs> is it's not we really benefit from it and future students will benefit from yeah. people being involved because, you know, changes are made in yeah. to make the student experience better. But um, the feedback we get is that, stu you know, those of you who are involved actually benefit from it as well oh, in, in a number yeah. of ways around confidence, around yeah. developing new skills, especially with, you know, sitting on some of these more formal committees. It's yeah. quite a it's quite a learning curve. And then around the, the whole being part of you know, meeting other students, meeting staff, um, finding out a bit more about the university, being able to, you know, just have a chat about your student experience in a forum that isn't <laughs> directly yeah. related to your studies. Yeah. It's about it's about kind of feeling part of something bigger and feeling part of that community. And I mean, I know that I've gained loads of skills from being involved and just stepping out from behind my computer almost to kind of being involved in things that go on in the university. So I personally have got a lot out of it. And I know the university have got a lot out of me saying things, you know, and it's it's good to see some of those changes. You know, you say something and you see what the university have done about what you've said. Um, and I think that's a really important part of that partnership working, isn't it? You know, if students, it's, it's that partnership, not just between the students association, but it's between the students and the university you know if the university asks for an opinion and you get, take the time to give your opinion you expect them to do something with it and it's really nice to see things change because of students opinions um so I get a lot of pleasure just knowing that what I've said has made a difference um that's a really good point Rachel thank you So we're just kind of moving into the, the final minutes of this. And I just want to um, touch on a little bit um, what about why it's so important for the university and the Students Association to work closely together. So if I come to you first, Dan, and then I'll come to you, Rachel, because I want to just have a, a little bit of a talk about the partnership agreement that we have between us as well. So Dan first and then we'll come to Rachel. Yeah, I think I'm probably at risk of repeating what I said earlier, but I, I think there's a there's a thing about synergy and uh, our kind of combined voice being and our combined energy and effort being more effective um, to influence the student journey positively than than if we work separately. Um, and yeah, that that would be kind of the, my main um argument for 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 why it's important for us to work together i just i just think we um through those relationships and through understanding each other's uh objectives and uh and priorities better we can better um resource our own efforts um and most effectively kind of decide where to to place our energy um and i just think through through those things we'll be able to kind of 
really positively influence the student experience. And I think if, we, if we're kind of trying to do certainly us as an, from an association perspective, if we're trying to do these things without bringing the university on the journey with us, then, yeah. you know, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how far we'll really get. I agree. Brilliant. Thank you, Dan. Rachel. Yeah, well, I I think the university is nothing without its students. Um, so yeah. um, it makes total <laughs> sense um, for me that our relationship with, you know, the official representatives of students, which is what the Students Association is, is um, has to be a good one, has to be a partnership. And, um, you know, that's not just our you know, traditional undergraduate students at a distance. It's also our postgraduate research students, some of whom, are, yeah. you know, with us on ca campus, some of whom aren't. But, you know, we have a huge diversity of students. Um, yeah. Very, very lucky at the OU to um, work with many of them. And um, we want those students to meet their study goals and to be successful and to and we all know that success comes in many forms you know sometimes it's just making a start and and you know accessing your module website and and learning a few things even if you you don't quite get to the end but actually most students want to get to the end and most students want to re meet their get their qualification or complete their PhD and unless we talk to students and the students association we're not going to be able to make the student experience um, meet the needs of our students which are obviously yes. changing all the time as as um, technologies change and the student body changes and funding arrangements change you know we need to be in constant dialogue and communication yeah. with with our students and so we're really grateful for the, for the students association for facilitating that and and creating um, a bit more of a community because we know yeah. at a distance that is difficult um, and yeah. the Students Association play a huge role in providing opportunities for students to actually get together and get to know each other, even if they do remain at a distance. Yeah, I'll just, yeah can I just jump in, Sarah? Yeah, just, please do, yeah. Sarah, uh, something Rachel said there just triggered something. I think it's, it's important not to take for granted the positive relationship that we do have because yeah. you do, and, and for for some uh, some of our students that might have studied at other institutions, they might be aware and uh, and others who have only studied at the OU might not be aware. There are um, universities where their relationship with their students union is incredibly adversarial um, yeah. and and it's a constant conflict. And I think the experiences that, that those institutions and, and those um, student representatives have it probably isn't incredible. It probably isn't very positive and doesn't feel like they're they're able to achieve the things they want to achieve. So, I think we're we're very kind of fortunate to have the the close relationship that we have. That means that when there are issues that we need to raise, we don't have to feel like we're having to you know march on Westminster or, or whatever the yeah. equivalent yeah. of uh, or march on Walton Hall. Um, <laughs> to, to get that. We can have those positive conversations with the relationships that we've worked really hard to foster. Um, and and I think you know that's something that we shouldn't take for granted, and and need we we have to kind of constantly you know work on those relationships and ensure that they are positive and and that we understand each other's kind of priorities and agendas. Yeah, absolutely. And we've touched a little bit um on the relationships that um we have with the you know the Open University has with the Open University Students Association, and um. Rachel's also touched on this about our relationship agreement. So, Rachel, can you just tell us a little bit about that relationship agreement? 
Yeah, so um, it's a formal document that is agreed by the University's Council, which is our sort of top decision-making body, um, and it's about what um, we've agreed the university will provide in terms of support for the association and what the association will commit to in terms of um, being engaged with the university. Um, and that's um, all written down so that if there is ever any dispute um which thankfully is very rare. Um, you know, it, it, it's all there and we have an agreed way to for, forward. But my, my favourite bit of the relationship agreement um, is Appendix 2, um, excitingly <laughs> enough. But um, it's a bit that's renewed every year that says yeah. these are the projects that the university and students association will be working on over the coming year. Yeah. And, um, you know, over the last... I've you know, I look after that document. We've been looking at refreshing it, haven't we? And um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's it's really interesting. The last two years, the sort of headline has been, we will work together to make sure that the impact of the COVID pandemic um, is is minimised on students. And that, yeah. you know, that's a really important thing that has to be, um, we have to be able to respond quickly. And, and so the relationship agreement is quite formal and written, yeah. but actually the relationships um, between yourself and your colleagues and our senior team, um, the vice chancellor and the deputy vice chancellor and, you mm -hmm. know, my boss, who is the pro vice chancellor for students, um, are the things that make sure that when these things, when things like the pandemic or, you know, issues with exams or, um other you know um things that that happen yeah. suddenly um need to be responded to those relationships are also in place that mean students um views can be used to inform how the university responds so um but we can also set out you know we are going to work on um issues around equality diversity and inclusion in the coming year and specifically that might be around um you know inclusive curriculum or closing the yeah. gap and things like that um and that's that's quite a nice um way of reflecting on what we've done in the last year and and what we're going to work on in the future yeah absolutely absolutely and it's really important and i you know it it really does help us with how we work together and as you say it's those relationships um that are incredibly important to how we work together um so Thinking about, so we, we're obviously celebrating our 50 years as a students association and the OU has literally just celebrated its 53rd birthday in existence. So what do you think that we can do to strengthen that relationship for the next 50 years? So if I come to you first, Rachel, and then to Dan. Yeah, I think we're in a really good position to to keep working together and, and happy birthday, by the way, and, <laughs> and congratulations on all the, the work you're doing to, to celebrate those 50 years because they are well worth celebrating. Um, and it's, it's funny to think there wasn't a Students Association right at the beginning of the OU yeah. and even that yeah. was a sort of students wanted a Students Association. So the university supported setting that up. And that was yeah. probably our very first sort of example of you said we did um, in terms. Uh of yeah. um, student voice making a difference. Um, I think it's about um, continuing to work together to build those relations, not just those personal relationships, which I think are really important, but also those formal um, documentation of, you know, what we've agreed and, and how we do that. And I think, you know, we have a shared 
um, commitment as well, don't we, to involving more students in our work and, yeah. and keeping a, 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 I don't want to call it a pipeline because that sounds <laughs> a bit, but but we want more students to keep refreshing what we do, both in the student voice, um, in terms of our student voice activities, but also I know in the Students Association, you know, we need to hear from all across our diversity of our student body. And we don't just need to hear yeah. from you. We want to work with you. So um, I think the way we strengthen our relationship is to keep working together to get new students yeah. involved and to keep ourselves relevant and innovative and, and fresh and, and making sure we're open appropriately enough to um, <laughs> what, what students are, are telling us and, and changing if necessary as a result. Absolutely. Thank you, Rachel. Sam, what do you think we can do to strengthen our relationship? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably echo uh, what Rachel just said, really, in, in kind of working together to engage more new students in the work that we're doing. And I think probably the way that we the, the way that we would best do that is to kind of probably certainly from an association perspective, be be um a little bit more proactive at explaining why it's important and why the work that we do has an impact on the journey and what that impact is. And sometimes we assume that that students have the time to, you know, do their own digging and understand or that they have a, an automatic understanding because they're an OU student. And uh, and I think we can always do a little bit more to make make those um, those messages around around why we do what we do, why the university um, cares about you know providing open access education to everyone and um, you know what that what that means um, and yeah and I think th through that work we'll you know we'll automatically strengthen our relationship because I think the only way we can really do that is is together. Yes no I agree I agree thank you both so much it's been a real pleasure to talk to you both today and it's lovely to hear all the work that's been done with partnerships between the OU and the Students Association. And all I can say is long may it continue. So thank you, Rachel, for joining us today. And thank you, Dan, for joining us today. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. So there you have it. The first edition of the Association Conversation Station. We really hope you enjoyed it. Our thanks go to Rachel and Dan for giving up their time and also, of course, to Sarah, our president, for hosting. There'll be another podcast coming up later this month because the 16th of May is the 50th birthday of the association. We're going to mark this with a special extra podcast. We're going to look back at our first half century and discuss some of the important milestones along the way. It's going to be great. So we hope you can join us then. This has been the Association Conversation Station. This episode was hosted by our president, Sarah Jones, and produced by myself, Andy Evans. See you next time.